I supposed to be the franchise player and we're in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. Not a game. Slap that score 30. What are we even talking about, man? We talking about sports here. Alrighty, guys. And for the first time ever, uh, we talking about sports is bringing you guys uh, a special little interview. Uh, we got March Madness uh, going on. We got a lot of conference tournaments, a lot of games going on. As you guys know, we always talk about the lines here and gambling. And we got um, what I'd like to call a sharp. I don't know if he'd consider himself a sharp, but we got a, a guy here uh, by the name of Beating the Bookie. At Beating the Bookie, you can follow him on Twitter. His handle's right there if you guys are watching on YouTube or on Facebook. How are you doing today, Beating the Bookie? Uh, is it okay if I call you that? Do you prefer to be called BTB yeah. or? Yeah, you can call me BTB. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't care if people call me a sharp or whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't walk around saying, oh, I'm a sharp better. I think that's a, ter I think that's a term that people uh, – that's kind of like an arrogant term that, you know, smart people try to use to make themselves seem smarter when they're betting. I mean, I'm just a better. I, I don't – you know, sharp betters – Maybe they're just specifically betting situations only. You know, I see some, I see some guys call themselves sharp betters, and then they're like, "I couldn't name you one player on any team. I'm just betting numbers only." Yeah, uh, like so the guys really, Yeah, exactly. I don't really consider. You know, I'm kind of like a hybrid of everything. I, I do. I have every betting style. I bet anything, um, whatever works. You know, whatever wins. I'm kind of like a hybrid. So I don't put myself in a box like oh, I'm a sharper squares it's, you know just it doesn't do anything for you you know so and, and i'm glad you mentioned that that was going to be one of my questions so when you're looking at the the games and there's a myriad of factors that go into determining what side you're going to be on whether it's the over the under or the the side on the spread do you ever take into account when a, a, a line's getting steamed uh, before you make your your play um, does that sometimes scare you off if you see steam on a side that you were uh, pre on the other side of yeah i mean may, maybe in some spots but i don't really look at i mean i'm not really looking at that too much because if you could just chase steam and if you could just say like i get people all the time that message me and they're like oh 90 percent of the money is on uh 90 of the money is on the chiefs uh you know but only like you know 90 percent of the the bets are on uh the Raiders or something, you know, sure. yeah, like yeah. they're trying to send it like this side's getting steamed by the sharps. Like you never want to be on that side of like 90%. And yeah, like you never, like, I mean, the majority of time you don't want to be on the side where like everybody is all on it all at once. But for me, like each game is different. So I don't really like when I'm betting a game, I don't really care like what side, you know, I'm betting like the side that I like, I don't really care like what steam chases are on sure. or what the public's on or, stuff like that. I mean, I'm betting what I like, you know, stuff that like my numbers like it. I like it. Um, I'm not really letting, you know, the, the, the thing that I find like when I do, like when I, when I mess up in betting, um, it's like when I start listening to like other people. Sure. Um, sure. You know, yeah, so, I, like, I hear that a lot. so I never used to like, listen to, I never used to listen to any podcast. I mean, like I never used to, I would do a podcast and I hated doing it. Uh, with my old partner and i just i would never listen to any podcast i I like, wouldn't even listen to my podcast you know um and 
during COVID, I start, I was getting like kind of bored. There's like no sports on. So I started listening to some podcasts and stuff, some other guys on Twitter. Sure. Um, and I just like, I would like a play and I would hear them talk about a play. And like, I would be like second guessing like myself, like, Oh, do I really like that? Cause yeah. they like this. And, and then I, I, if I would change my mind, it would always lose. Um, so I just got sick of like basically like letting too many opinions like form in my head. Um, so I feel like, like a better should just like, if you're just disciplined and you just stick to like always like for me, I feel like it's always best if you stick to like your gut, like usually your first yeah. instinct is the bet is like your, your best instinct. Uh, when you start second guessing yourself, stuff like that, um, that's usually when mistakes are made. Um, so yeah, I don't really listen. I don't let like outside factors influence me and stuff like that. I mean, just because somebody has money and they're moving a line doesn't mean that it's, it's smart money. You know, sure. a lot of the moves are dummy moves. They're trying to move the line one way so they can bet the other way. Um, there's a lot that goes into it, but yeah, like what somebody does, like doesn't really affect me. I mean, I'm just worrying about me and my clients. I don't really let, let outside factors like influence me. And, and a lot of people do. And I feel like that's when people make, make mistakes. You know? so, do, so do you still listen to different types of uh, maybe gambling networks and just, you know, still stick with your opinion, but kind of, try and get the other point of view and see if, if you maybe see where they're coming from. Yeah. I watch. there's one show that, I mean, there's one show I do. I, I wake up at like four 45 in the morning. So I'm at the gym around like seven o'clock on, I mean, I go to the gym at five, but around seven, I'm doing my cardio. And that's when like these, I watch a, uh, I listen to Vsin. You like, put me onto that show. Your Twitter put yeah. me onto that show. I, I listen to like follow the money with like Mitch yeah. and Polly. I listen to them in the mornings. They have some great guests and stuff. They talk about more like, you know, they, they're not really like giving picks out. They're just talking about like betting in general. So I listen to them, you know, sometimes they'll have really good guys um, come on, like give out picks. Like there's one guy for college football that's on the show. His name is like Paul Stone. Um, he's a really nice guy. He's really smart. Um, so I'll, you know, I'll, I'll listen to like what he has to say and stuff. Um, but I just, don't, I try not to listen to too many opinions. Gotcha. You know, I, but yeah, I, that's that's one show that I do listen to. But besides that, I I, for, I do listen to one podcast for like Hurricane Football, uh, Orange Bowl Boys, because right, I sponsor right. them. I, I go on their podcast sometimes. So I listen to that, you know, stuff that's like hobbies of mine. But besides that, I don't really – other people's betting podcasts. Like I'm trying to – I don't want to like pollute my yeah, mind. Yeah, don't want to the sides. That, yeah. that makes sense. Adam Chernoff was another guy that I got put onto from Follow the Money, and oh, he yeah. had a pretty good run in NFL this past season as well. Yeah, that's good. Uh, um, another another question that I had, are you somebody who watches uh, your action, or do you not watch? Do you kind of just get away? Do you get on the course? <laughs> uh, well, I know you play a lot of golf, so. Every game. I mean, I have to watch every game I bet on. Okay. I can't okay. – I cannot stand – I cannot stand not watching, like, where my money – like, if I'm betting on something, I got to watch it. I, if I have a hockey game that starts at like 1030 and I know I have to wake up, but like I wake up super early regardless. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm betting a 1030 hockey game, like last night, the Canadians game, um, I, I stay up and watch the entire game until, you know, one in the morning. Cause I, I can't, I can't go to bed like with the, with the, not knowing <laughs> with the decision not made, yeah, you know? So right. I like to know, like, before I go to bed, okay, I'm done going to bed. This is what happened. I don't like to wake up and, oh, it's, you know, let, let me uh, see if it's a surprise. Did I win or not? I have to know right then. And I have to watch all the games. Um, I feel like watching, I feel like, you know, people can study like all, people can study all these numbers they want. 
know, you can look at all the numbers in the world that you want, but if you don't feel like there's something about watching the games that like, you can't replace that knowledge. Um, so I've been watching all games since I was like eight years old. So my dad always says that I was like the first like NFL red zone channel. Like I was the NFL <laughs> red zone channel before, like before the red zone. Cause I would just switch to every game when I was little, like I would switch, I would have a million games on at once. Um, so I, I have to watch all the action. So the uh, my living, the yeah, test. my living, my living room, I have like, it's basically just a wall of TVs. So it can be like one TV or it can be six TVs. Like so you can't see like any, any lines in it or anything. It's one TV or six TVs. Um, so I have all the games going on there like at once. And that's, that's how I keep track. But yeah, nothing can replace watching the games for me. And people that say like, I don't like watch the games. I just, I think that's stupid. I mean, if you don't know who any of the players are, you don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't see like, no, people, when people say that, it's like, it's like come on, yo, I'm, so, I'm so smart. I don't have to even watch the games. I just, I just, I just, I think that's stupid. You know, I, you're just basically like, that's like taking a test without reading the book. Yeah. You know, so I don't believe, yeah. I don't believe in that. I agree. That's a good point. Good point. And, you know, you're, you're talking about your, your six TV setup and that's coming in handy, especially right now. We got March Madness going on. We got yeah. the, the players tournament going on um, in golf, um, among other things, some NBA. Um, for March Madness, we're, we're going to be talking about it a lot more as we get closer to the tourney. Uh, do you have any general, I guess, tips or do's and don'ts? Like, for example, there's a bunch of games on uh, throughout the day, right? You got games starting at 10. Oh, yeah. Um, well, what do you say to guys that, that want to bet the board uh, or, you know, stuff like that? <laughs> but, yeah. you know, you the first you game of the day. The first game yeah. of the day, yeah. to be honest. I mean, it's hard not to. I mean, it's hard not to, like, especially if you're, like, you know, most people want, like, a pro better. Like, most people don't make their <laughs> make a living, like, doing this, so they're just sure. going to. You know, like they're just watching these. I mean, for for a lot of people, it's hard to like, you know, say it's the first game of the tournament. Say it's just like Xavier versus Moorhead State, right? Like, why why are you gonna watch that game if you don't bet on it? Like, so exactly. I feel like there's, I feel like you can bet on like you can bet on the game if you want, like, like an insignificant amount, like yeah. just so you can watch it and you have like some like you know incentive to watch the game. Um, but you don't really need to like bet every game, but I mean, if you want to bet something small, just to give you an incentive to watch it, but like for March Madness, people have their brackets and stuff like that. So they don't have to bet the game to have an incentive because yeah. um, they have their brackets and stuff. So, um, I, people don't have to bet every game, you know, you don't have to bet, you know, a max bet every single game, sure. you know, it, sure. so like the problem with March Madness is people have is like, the game started like I'll be in Vegas for March Madness, right? So the game started like 9 a.m., right? So people bet or 8 a.m. or whatever. So people will bet like the early games, and if they start losing like throughout the day, their bet will get bigger and bigger and bigger because they're just trying to make up what they lost. So like people should never do that. Like don't chase bets. You know, just you can always come back the next day. You know, you never want to blow your entire bankroll out on the first day of March Madness. So. Um, I feel like bankroll management is really like a key for March Madness because uh, some people will go crazy like their first day and they'll, they'll bet everything. They'll lose everything on the first day. Um, the first day, you usually just want to like avoid disaster. Sure. If you break even, that's great. Just come back tomorrow. But, you know, there's always upsets. Um, that's why March Madness is so great. You know, there's always like a dark horse. Sure. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, don't it's easy to say like tell people like oh practice money management you know 
be safe, you know. But then when people go in there and like you go to like the Westgate in Las Vegas and you have the like three movie theater screens with all the games on and there's five thousand people sitting there cheering for this side and this yeah. side, like people like oh my they like they forget about they forget about everything they learned and they gotta bet this and this and this yeah, and this right, and this. Right. Um, it's just like how people bet fifty props for the Super Bowl, you know, just because it's the last game. Like you don't have to do that. So um just you know, it's slow you can be slow and steady, you know, you're not gonna get rich in one day. But you can go broke in one day, and yeah. um, that's what I always tell people. So slow and steady wins a race. Slow and steady wins a race. Yeah, um, does. Uh, what, one of the things you you were talking about, you know, you said there's always uh, upsets, right? Generally in the first round, are you seeking yeah. out those those upsets, or are you looking for Cinderellas, or um, are you just again just looking at the games on a game by game basis? I mean, pretty much a game by game basis because. Uh, a lot of people will like automatically just bet like the the twelve versus the five because exactly. like the history. Um, see, that's one thing I'm not really like. I don't really like people like look at a lot of historical trends. Like, well, if a, a twelve has beaten a five every year since you know whatever, whatever, whatever. So they buy all twelve seeds. Um, I look at it like game by game for this year. Like, I don't care what happened last year. Like, what happened last year has nothing to do with like what's going to happen this year. You know, like. Virginia lost. They were Virginia was the one seed. They lost yeah. to the sixteen. Then they won a national championship the next year. So like the trends and the people, I don't. I'm not like a big trend better. Um, people follow these trends like too much. I know people that just all they do is talk about trends. Um, and I think that just like I'm I'm examining the game like that's in front of me. Like I'll look at their season. I'm not going to look at like last season and stuff. I could sure. care less about last season. It means absolutely nothing. Yeah, you know, I I laugh when I when I hear people like on on shows like um they give out trends like oh the chiefs are like the chiefs are 17 three and one since 1994 in this situation like, this it means absolutely nothing what they did in 1994 you know but some people get stuck on trends you know i try not to just i try to stay away from trends and like this revenge games and stuff like that it's all just like cute words that people use but I like to uh, just take game by game. I feel like that's the best way to look at it. You know, you can look at, for me, like when I look at games, it's, I'm looking at their recent games, like, you know, what they did this season, if they matched up against that team already, like what their pace of play is and stuff. For me, like pace of play is probably the most important thing. So especially when you're looking at totals for March Madness, you want, you want to look at pace of play. And I feel like March Madness, the games tend to lean over because these teams are playing like, you know, if a team is down 10 with two minutes left, like in the regular season, they're not going to foul. If they're down 10 with two minutes left in the regular season, they're not going to foul. They know they probably lost. But in the NCAA tournament, they're going to foul because their season's over if they lose. Um, so you see they see a lot of more, you know, more free throws in games. You see teams playing with a lot more desperation. So I think those tend to favor the over. Great point, great point. And don't want to take too much more of your time, but – wouldn't uh, wouldn't be right if I had you on and I didn't ask. Uh, do you have any leans uh, in maybe the any of these conference tourneys, current bets, or uh, leans for the March Madness tournament itself? Yeah, I mean, I like I've been saying it all year. I think one of the like dark horses, David's. Uh, they have a really good team. They can shoot, you know, they can shoot very well. Um, they lost the one kid, uh, Grady, to Kentucky. Uh, he was there like six years and they replaced him pretty easily. So I like Davidson as kind of like that, like mid, you know, mid major that can like make noise in the tournament. Um, I do like Kentucky. 
feel like if Kentucky plays as good as they can, like they're gonna be tough to beat. Um, you know, they have the shooting, they have the rebounding, they have, you know, the speed, Oscar. the passing, you know, they have the the athleticism to beat anybody yeah. in the tournament. So like Kentucky, um, Arizona, when Arizona plays well, they're tough to beat. Um, Gonzaga, I don't like like Gonzaga's plus three fifty. I don't I wouldn't bet that in like a million years because I just think there's no value right there. Gonzaga, you know, I like Gonzaga. I mean, I like Gonzaga basketball. It's probably like one of my favorite teams for college basketball, but it's like they get there every year and they play in the West Coast Conference and they don't have, they're not playing these teams. You know, they play good teams at the beginning of the year. And like the Maui Invitation, like North Carolina, Texas, all these teams do. But at towards the end of the year, they're not playing anybody. Um, I think that's the problem they have. They're not like very battle-tested. I think when the going gets tough in these tournaments, you know, I think last year was like their best year going. So I don't like Gonzaga. Um, you know, Baylor, I, I like, you know, Baylor, they've played great this year in times, but sometimes they look terrible. Um, but yeah, like Kentucky, um, Arizona, like with, I got Wisconsin at 90 to 1, like a, uh, like a, a week and a half ago, just because those odds were like outrageous. I mean, Wisconsin can. On any given day, Wisconsin has the ability to beat anybody. Um, so, like Wisconsin, I mean, they can make moves. I liked Houston, but Houston's kind of fallen off a little bit. I also took Arkansas at sixty to one. That's a podcast favorite. What do you think about Arkansas? So me and Roland really like them this year. Yeah, I mean, they have a good team. I mean, they have a great coach. Um, they got the one transfer from Miami, uh, Chris Lights. Uh, Chris Lights. Um, and Arkansas has gotten better, you know, throughout the season. We saw them; they were getting their ass kicked last weekend by Tennessee. Yeah. They came back. They, they were down like twenty. They came back, nearly won the game. I think Arkansas could, could surprise somebody, but I'm not going to waste my time taking like Gonzaga, you know, Duke in the tournament. You know, no value. Uh, you know, Kansas. They can play well sometimes, but they like they they lay eggs also. Um, but yeah, Davidson is like probably like my favorite mid major. Um, I are, think like te- I think Texas could lose in the first round. Oh man, um, Ben's a big Texas guy. Yeah, yeah we're we're over here in Texas, man. Yeah. So I, I I I have to agree with you. Today was horrible. You know, blowing that lead today it was bad. Seems like early this morning a lot of leads were getting blown. But I was going to ask you, what do you think about Murray State? Murray State. I mean, they play they play like solid defense and stuff. They just they're not like. You know, I had them. They crushed Belmont a few times for me. Yeah. Um, Murray State, like, they look really good. I mean, I think they could easily win their first-round game, stuff like that. And, like, Murray State could easily be, like, a sweet 16 team with, like, Davidson. Okay. Um, okay. But, I mean, because Murray State, Murray State, like, plays up and down for their competition. Yeah. Like, when they play Belmont, they, like, blow their doors off, you know? Athleticism. But when they play, like, when they play, like, Moorhead State, they, like, let their guard down a little bit. Um, so I kind of want to see, like, Murray State when they play, like, in the tournament, like, and they're playing for everything on the line because they play good defense and stuff when they need to. Um, and they've, they've come, they've played all situations here. I mean, they've been trailing by 15. They've came back to win. Uh, they've blown teams out. They've won close games. So they've pretty much done a lot this year. Just be interesting to see, like, when they play a good team. And I think wow. another team that's coming on right now is North Carolina. Yeah, they got uh, some good size. I never thought I would say that, but, but they've been hot. Um, are, are they in for sure, North Carolina? Will they be in for sure? Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah. They're, they're one of the four or five locks in the ACC, I think. 
I feel Miami, like North Carolina. I feel like Murray State's a team that could match up with like a Texas and beat them, or like an, even Auburn. I think that Auburn are pretenders. What are, What are your thoughts on Auburn? Yeah, I mean, look, Murray State. Murray State can score points, all right. And Texas, mm-hmm. we've seen Texas like not be for some reason. Texas forgets how to score points in the second half of games. Like they just. It's like the Chris. It's like the Chris Beard special, you know. I feel yeah. it's him. It's him, Chris Beard. I do because if you look at Texas Tech, Texas Tech has gotten better this year. Like, so it wasn't the assistant coaches that. Uh, I mean, was the players yeah. there? The assistant coaches that were like making Chris Beard look good. Because I feel like te- Texas Tech has gotten even better this year. Whereas, right. like Texas, Texas, Offensive. I don't know if Texas, Texas hasn't taken a. Maybe Texas took a step back because they have better. Wait, Texas has much better talent than they had last year, and they just kind of like done whatever. I mean, you, you look at the Texas home games and got like more fans from the other team there than cheering for them. I mean, I think that's crazy. But Texas, I could see Texas like no showing in the tournament and losing. Like I had the Texas last year to go to the Final Four or uh, to win their win their, their, you know, their side. Yeah. yeah, to win their region last year. And they lose like right right away. I'm like, oh. yeah, that's like one of my brackets. Do Do you think there's a chance just because of their defense that they can possibly make it to the Sweet 16 and get out of the first weekend? I mean, yeah, but offensively challenged. Points. I know offensively challenged, but sometimes in the tournament, you know, with those possessions counting so much, the defense wins out. But I tend to agree. Chris Beard can get great talent, but seems like he can't coach offense. <laughs> Yeah, like, okay, we saw this with Virginia. Like, Virginia was in a tournament for how many years where they were scoring 50 points a game. And when you can't play offense, like, you're only going to go – so, like, when you can't play offense, you have to play perfect defense to win every game. True, But when you can play offense, when you can play offense, you can, like, afford to, like, slip up on defense a little bit because you cannot score the other team. Whereas, like, Texas needs to play perfect defense, like, beat these teams because – offensively, if they don't score points, they're screwed. So, I mean, we saw that that happened to Virginia for years and years and years until Tony yeah. Bennett finally got – Tony Bennett finally got offensive players. Kyle Guy. Could, yeah. yeah, he finally got offensive players that could score the ball. Um, but it took him like five years of failures to realize that. So, uh, I mean, Texas has the good offensive players. They just – Chris Beard, his offensive system is just like – you know, if Texas came – if Texas came out in the first round, they'd play like run and gun running up and down the court, you know, fast break, stuff like that. Sure, they can make the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, but they're not. They're going to come out and they're going to walk the ball up. Play in the half gonna, court. Yeah. That's a I good just, point. I think they don't play to their, you know, it's like Chris Beard refuses to, like, break out. It's, you know, and it's the same thing that Virginia did with uh, – Old habits die hard. Tony, Tony Bennett, like, he refused to, like yeah. – Tony Bennett refused to, like, run, like, offensive, like, run – Run the run the court, right, right, uh, right, and then he realized that you have to. So, run something else other than the curl action. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, Texas, Texas has a potential, um, but I don't know if they'll they'll utilize their potential. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, they're definitely on upset alert for sure. And I, uh, we asked you about uh, our home state team. Got to ask you, you're a big Miami fan. Uh, do you have high hopes for them going to the to the tournament? You know, I don't. I mean, I'm a Hurricanes fan, but I, I probably watched, you know, maybe like a third of their game this year. I'm just, I'm not like a home, like a homer uh, Hurricanes fan. So like if they lose whatever, I don't really yeah. care. I mean, if they win, great. If they lose, I don't care. It doesn't like ruin my day. I mean, it used to ruin my, like 10 years ago, it would ruin my day. <laughs> now I just don't care. Like whoever I bet on, 
if that if that team wins, I'm happy. There we go. Um, but yeah, I think the Hurricanes. I mean, they won 23 games this year, 23 and nine with the. I mean, literally their entire team like left before the season started. Like they barely had anybody, um, and they started out the season terribly. And I, I was like, I think after a few games, I tweeted like, "Him, you know, it's time for Jim Laren. I got to go." Like he can go with Manny Diaz. <laughs> Manny Diaz and Jim Laren, I get out of here. And then they won on this crazy run. I mean, they beat Duke at Duke. They beat North Carolina by like yeah. they beat North Carolina by like forty points. They just been destroying teams. I mean, even the games they've lost, they like they a few games they gave away. Like they blew like a ten point lead to Virginia Tech with like a minute left. Um, so they they've played very well, and they just like they play like as a team. Um, they can play defense and they can score. But if they made the Sweet Sixteen. I mean, that would be a huge accomplishment for them. Even if they won one game in the tournament, I think they were finished last. So they should be in the tournament. So they already won. Any win in this tournament would be like icing the cake. If if they make it to the Sweet Sixteen, can we expect to see BTB in attendance? Nah. Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> it's so much. I mean, unless it's in Vegas or something, it's just it's so much better to watch on TV. Yeah, for sure. You know, you've got like the thing is like. For the Sweet 16, you can watch every game on TV, or you can go to one game and you miss all the other games. True. And I really have to be wa- I really have to be watching all the games, you know, for my plays, you know, for clients and stuff. Um, so, I, you know, if the Hurricanes, if their football team went to the, you know, college football playoffs, I go to the game. But the basketball team to the Sweet 16, I mean, to go to the national championship, sure, I'll go to the game. But Sweet 16. Yeah. Not getting your attention. Not getting your got, attention. Got, yeah. got, to, got to queue up them plays in live time, right? Got to queue them yeah. as soon as they hit, baby. <laughs> if they played, the, if the Sweet 16 was in Miami, sure, I'd go to it, you know, but I'm not going to go to Indianapolis for like Sweet 16 or I'm not going to go to like Reno, Nevada, you know, so. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, uh, BTB, thanks for, you know, joining us this evening. And, you know, no before problem. you go, uh, is there anything you want to, you know, plug for the, the listeners i know you don't need it you got a lot of uh, followers on twitter but for for our guys out there uh do you get, bet on anything else other than basketball is there if they want to you know get a client package uh, what sports yeah. are, you, are you currently betting on and stuff uh, like i that? do pretty much everything i mean pga my most popular is like pga college basketball uh football of course you know nhl i've been killing nhl right now like um like 17 and three of the last 20. Nice. Um, I posted a parlay like on Saturday night. I posted a parlay on Twitter as a $500 seven team NHL parlay at 150,000. Nice. Uh, so that was my biggest one. So I was nice. pretty happy about that. Um, that yeah, play yesterday, I was on that over one and a half first period. Easy, oh yeah. Easy. That, that one. Uh, yeah. I mean the Panthers, you know, the Panthers have been playing. That's almost playing automatic, there. right? At this point, the Panthers. Yeah, I do have season tickets for the Panthers, so I am a big Panthers fan. So, you know, I got my uh, right here. My that's I guess right here, <laughs> right there. Oh, I'm actually I'm going to Vegas for the tournament on Wednesday, and the Panthers are actually playing uh, Vegas on Thursday. So I'm going right. to the Panthers Vegas game. So that'll be fun. But um, yeah, I would maybe. say like NHL has been my favorite thing to watch right now um, because it's just so NHL is so exciting. It, NHL players, you know, putting their, they're putting their body on the line nightly. You know, they're beating the shit out of each other nightly. Um, they're playing, like, hard every play, whereas, like, NBA, 
they're taking the fourth quarter off. They're like sitting out like LeBron, every other game, LeBron sits out. Um, so I like NHL. I feel like the intensity for NHL is just like, I love it. Uh, so I love NHL right now, but yeah, I do every sport. Um, it's all on my website. So I give a lot of free plays too. Yeah. The, the goal of first round leaders in golf, man, that, that podcast with Travis, I listen to that Thursday yeah. mornings on the way to work, man, to get those first round. I'm doing, I'm doing it on Tuesday, so I'll be back on there on Tuesday for okay. the Dallas bar. So nice. But yeah, so, I appreciate you guys having me on. And you know, if you ever need me to come on again, let me know. Yes, sir. Appreciate All you, man. Right. Thanks, Thanks for the time. Thank you. All right, no problem, man. See you. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about. Practice. Not a game, not a game. Me. Bam, bam. Me, man. Not a game. Slap that place you score 30. What are we even talking about, man? We talking about sports here.